Welcome to the Daily Proverb Radio Podcast Show. Embracing wisdom every day. Hey, welcome to episode four of season two. My name is Josh Bueno, and with me, of course, is the one and only Aaron Swan. How are you doing this morning, buddy? Doing very well, doing very well. You <laughs> <laughs> sounded like the Mad Hatter. Really? Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Bro, you, you sound like the Mad Hatter. Oh, I didn't know I did. I'm going to play a quick clip of the Mad Hatter. And we'll let our audience decide if that was the Mad Hatter voice. Was that the Mad Hatter voice? I don't know. I just made let's, up that let's voice. Let's take a listen. Here's the Mad Hatter. Tea. Oh, I never thought of tea. Of course. No. Tea. No. <laughs> let me play back the clip of you on the intro. Here's Aaron. Doing very well. Doing very well. <laughs> and now here's the Mad Hatter. Oh, I never thought of tea. Of course. No. I didn't know you had the gift of interpret. Oh, no, interpret. <laughs> Interpretation of tugs. I didn't know you had to do some impersonations, man. That is so awesome. So awesome. Well, anyhow, today is Maundy Thursday. And just to give you some quick information on what that means, the word Maundy comes from a Latin word, which means command. So, Aaron, in a sense, this is Command Thursday, correct? Yep. Now, talk a little bit about, Aaron, if you can let everybody know in a nutshell what Maundy Thursday represents and what we're going to be touching on today. Well, so far, from my understanding, Monday, Thursday goes ahead and represents the day of the Last Supper, where Jesus is meeting with the disciples. And interesting, like yesterday was when Judas basically plot, basically agreed to betray Jesus. You could say this is the very next day right after that. Basically, he gives the great command. He gives the uh, communion and he tells everyone, you know, love one another as I have loved you. The greatest commandment that you basically he gave to us. But anyway. Yeah, and then after he makes that, after he commands the disciples to do that, he then goes into the Garden of Gethsemane and talks with his father, almost about the very same thing. He prays for the disciples, and he specifically prays for us as believers, which we're going to get into, because not only does Jesus command the disciples to love one another and serve one another, but he also makes it his prayer for us as Christians, as believers. So we're going to get into that. Aaron, what passages are you going to read today? Um, today I'm going to be reading John chapter 13, verses 31 to 35. Therefore, when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and will glorify him immediately. Little children, I am with you a little while longer. You will seek me. And as I said to the Jews, now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Just to make you aware, yesterday we gave more of account of Judas himself. We did bleed into Thursday and share some of the things that were happening during the Lord's Supper just to give you an idea of Judas's full betrayal of Jesus. So we had to kind of bleed Wednesday into Thursday to give you that full count. But today we're really just focusing on Thursday. So some of what we shared 
in regards to Judas um, is actually happening right now during the Lord's Supper on Thursday at sunset. And then evening comes and Jesus goes into the Garden of Gethsemane. So we see Jesus at sunset give the command to the disciples to love one another at the Lord's Supper in this particular account by John. And then John, we fast forward up to chapter 17, gives us the account of Jesus praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, which we want to focus on that prayer because it really does tie into Jesus's command to the disciples to love one another and to the statement that he makes that the world will know that we are Jesus's disciples if we love one another. So Jesus goes in the Garden of Gethsemane, John chapter 17. Let's go ahead and pick up from this prayer that Jesus made to the Father in John chapter 17 regarding us, not the disciples uh, specifically in this prayer. He's specifically praying for us, the believers. So uh, Aaron, let's go ahead and go to John chapter 17. Okay, now we're looking at John chapter 17 verses 20 through 26. I do not ask on behalf of these alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may know that you sent me. The glory which you have given me, I have given them that they may be one, just as we are one. I in them, and you are in me, that they may be perfect in unity, so that the world may know that you sent me, and loved them, even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also, whom you have given me, be with me where I am, so that they may see my glory which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, although the world has not known you, yet I have known you, and these have known that you sent me. And I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them powerful gosh so powerful so in john chapter 13 jesus says everyone will know that you are my disciple because you love one another then in john chapter 17 he says the world will know that i have been sent that i am the christ based on the unity that you have as believers which is just huge now aaron can you touch a little bit on why love and unity are so central to the idea of evangelism and everyone knowing who Jesus is and everyone knowing that he is the Christ. I would say it's because the world is so used to seeing division, chaos, no love. It's very chaotic, the whole world. But with Christ, he wants perfect unity, us to love one another. If people see that you love them and that you love your own brethren like you love them, that moves people. They're like, these people are authentic. I can actually see these people authentically love for one another. W what makes you love one another? Well, Jesus binds us and helps us able to love one another. That's what God wants. And so we're able to show that to the world as we be the example of Jesus everywhere we go. And as we walk in perfect unity and love with one another. Just as he and the Father walk in perfect unity and love, so do we in him walk in perfect unity and love if we allow him 
to move in our hearts. Yeah, so good. That's so good. Well, hey, thank you for taking the time out to listen to the Daily Proverb during Holy Week. We really appreciate you tuning in. And I pray that you've been inspired and encouraged by something that we read today or shared with you today. Um, I just want to encourage you as you live out the rest of this week, as you walk out the rest of this week, walk out the rest of this day, that you would be sure to love those that God has placed around you, specifically those fellow believers in your life could be your own family it could be the people that you're going to church with and ask yourself am i really showing love to those that are my fellow believers does my life really show love toward those that believe what i believe and am i doing everything in my power in my ability to make sure that unity unity is the bond that people see within my life and the life of my church Well, hey, God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to The Daily Proverb. We'll see you tomorrow for Good Friday. God bless you. Bye-bye.